Welcome to Women's Business Connect Podcast, the podcast where we introduce you to amazing entrepreneurs who are building businesses they love and learn how they've done it. Their experiences are invaluable, and as we share together, we all grow. And now your host, the founder of Women's Business Connect, Megan Good. Hi, welcome. Today we are talking with Kristen Tetlow of Kristen Tetlow Coaching, and we're so excited to get to know you a little bit more and share with the other members just what exactly you do and how you help women to find their happy. So tell me a little bit about your business. Why did you get started? What made you decide life coaching? Um, goodness. Actually, I had people mention it to me. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, several years ago, um, I, I was just struggling. I was um, constantly taking care of other people and uh, making sure that everybody else was happy and um, started to realize that I wasn't. And so I started blogging and um, through my blogs, I had a few different people that reached out to me and said, have you thought about life coaching? And um, I decided to do some research and, you know, um, spoke with a couple of different schools and just decided to, I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. And I actually had a couple of coaching session with coaching sessions with um, certified coaches uh-huh. and um, just in two sessions. I was a different person. I had a different outlook. Um, and it really helped me realize how um, I had lost who I was over the past, goodness, I'm going to probably say 25 years, okay. just kind of slowly. I just got stuck into um, that zone of being a mom, yeah. being a wife, constantly taking care of everybody. Um, and I put myself on the back burner. I didn't know who I was, didn't know what I liked, didn't know what I stood for. And um, I didn't have a voice. So what what was that thing that triggered? Where did what came along that made you decide you're done putting yourself on the back burner? You know, um, and I talk about that this a little bit in my about me. Probably the thing that um, hit me most is when our oldest son graduated from high school, and he was getting ready to leave for the Navy, and um, it was a crazy summer and. Um, our house was crazy. Our entire family was crazy. And my husband and I realized that we were kind of in a roommate stage more than we were in a soulmate stage. Um, and I realized that, I mean, I was happy in the sense that we were healthy. I had my family. We had everything that we needed. My husband has always worked really hard to provide for us, but I wasn't as happy as I could be. And to me, that was um, that was the gauntlet that came down. That I just realized that I don't really know who I am mm. anymore, and um, that was really hard yeah. because I'm because I, I pride myself in knowing my family because they're my job and they that's what I've been primarily. It's I mean, I've trained personal trained and group fitness and this coaching stuff and done that part-time, but primarily I've been a stay-at-home mom for 23 years. And so I'm like, wow, I know everybody else. And exactly what I sure as heck don't know me. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not okay. And so that is really where my journey began to, um, I wanted to undercover, I wanted to discover who I was and what I liked again, 
when I would fill out papers, you know, <clears throat> different things that you do, you have to write down your hobbies. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what my hobbies were. All my hobbies were related to family things. We like to boat. We like to hike. We camp. We hunt. It was always we, 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 we. Uh -huh. None of it was focused on me. And so I'm still discovering those. Okay. I am. Little yeah. by little discovering things that actually I like to do <laughs> because I'm so ingrained in the we mode. Ah. And it's just a, it's a process. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that got you started towards the life coaching after you went and did coaching yourself yeah. and saw the change. So as a business, what, how do you help women find their happy? What do you do with them? So it really depends on where they are mm -hmm. and where, and really the, where they're, where they want to be. Um, to me, happiness and being happy is different for absolutely everybody. Absolutely. And so um, every program that I develop and design with a person is different because we are all in a different place in life. Um, I have a lot of tools that I use and that kind of stuff just to get us thinking and get, um, get ourselves out of our box because we tend to get stuck in there. And um, it helps us think more about um, maybe it helps us dive deeper into us and what we want, which we could ask ourselves the same questions. But we don't. Yeah. Because a lot of times they're uncomfortable. Absolutely. And um, so, goodness, improving self-esteem, self-confidence, especially with women, that is a huge thing. We beat ourselves up. All we the time. Yeah. <laughs> we should be our biggest cheerleader. We should be the captain of, I mean, Megan, you should be the captain of Megan's cheer squad, right? <laughs> yes. But we're not. Yeah. We're the hardest on ourselves. <clears throat> we really are. And no one else is going to be our cheerleader. Yeah. They can do things here and there, but they don't know what we need. We know what we need. But we don't um, ever give ourselves the time to figure that out. And especially when we're busy and we don't ever stop. Mm -hmm. So values is huge. Figuring out what we need because we feel certain ways, but those are based on our needs. Either a need getting met or a need getting not getting met will give you a positive or a negative feeling. So being able to trace those back is super helpful all the time because you're like, okay, I'm feeling like this. Yeah. And you could be like, okay, what maybe could be going on right now? Okay. Well, maybe I didn't, I could have done something differently with, <clears throat> I could have just as being a say a mom, an example of maybe I could have been a little, little more clear with my kids doing their chores back what I wanted accomplished while I was gone. Yes. Versus getting home and nothing being done and people still sitting on their phones or on an Xbox or, you know, whatever yeah. the story could be. And not to say that that story happens, but it probably I'm sure it, happens. I'm sure it happens in lots of <laughs> I'm houses. sure it does. Um, and so I can go back and say, okay, this is the need that, it's not, that I have that's not getting met. And so then it puts the ball into my court is that then I need to share that need with, with my kids mm -hmm. and say that when... When I ask you to do something and you say that you will, that is, that's my need of, 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 of integrity. I mean, of, integrity is a big value of mine and being credible. If you say you're going to do something, then I need you to follow through with that. And when I get home and you don't, then I feel disrespected and like, you're not honoring your word. And that's, that's very, very important to me. And this is how it makes me feel. So if you're going to tell me you're, you're going to do something, how can I help? Can I, is there something I can do to help you make it accomplished? Can I let you know a time frame? Yeah. 
or can you just say, yes, mom, I'm going to do it and have it done when I get home. So it's, then it actually puts it, it does put on us because we need to let people know what we need. Yeah. They are not mind readers. Absolutely. As much as we, you know, they should. <laughs> <laughs> they <should>. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So when you coach, one thing that you've told me before is that you don't like to tell people how to do things. You like to help them discover for themselves. Um, so how do you how do you do that when you're coaching? How do you help the women get the to where they need to be without saying this is how you need to do it? Yeah, that's huge, and that is actual that that's coaching. Uh-huh. Consulting is where. So as a personal trainer, I'm a consultant. Because I'm a subject matter expert and I tell somebody what to do to get their result. As a coach, it's all future focused and it is me helping them find the wisdom that is within them to get to where they want to be. So really two things. One is um, is powerful questions. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess three things. Powerful questions is just um, really listening and that leads into um, being curious. It's not about me. And they may not have an answer by the time that we're done in an hour. But most times they have a direction. They have an idea um, of where they want to go or what's holding them back or what, depending on whatever their agenda is. So being curious allows me to um, really focus on them and what's going on and um, think of some of those powerful questions that may pull out the information that's in them to help them figure out where they need to be sometimes or not where they need to be, where they want to be. Yeah. Sometimes um, I'll use somatics. So it's, you know, where you feeling in your body, it's feelings and stuff. Metaphors are huge where people will talk about, you know, they feel like they're barely treading water because they're so, you know, I'm just stressed out. Okay. Well, overwhelmed. Yeah. 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 So you're like, okay, well, how far are you? So then we can, we can even, some people liked, um, I'm, I'm a really big person in metaphors, and so um, I can relate to them. But if someone works with metaphors, then you can help them kind of describe it yeah, almost. And then you can kind of talk about getting out of that metaphor, which helps them figure out how can they actually stop whatever's going on that they're trying to release. Um, and, um, and pictures are also huge. Getting people to put something down on paper and visualize is, is great. Um, so that is a big one. So the powerful questions, the um, being curious, and the last one is is holding space for people um, and allowing people time to think and respond mm-hmm. without saying anything. Not talking over them, just to say something so that the space is filled. Yeah, yeah that's huge. It is. And that's something when I teach, um, I teach youth groups and and letting them actually think about things and know how they feel rather than saying how you think they feel Mm -hmm. is huge. It's a huge difference. It is. And we're not used to silence, Uh right? We've either got this, a TV in the background, music in the background, ground earbuds or headphones in your ears, music in the car. So when we hear silence, it's almost, it's awkward. A little bit at first. Um, And when I first started coaching, that was definitely something that I had to work on Mm. because I wasn't used to it. And man, I felt like it was like three minutes (laughs) that we just kind of sat there. And it took me, 
it took me definitely a little bit to get used to it. But then when um, I submitted my stuff for certifications or submitted my recordings for certifications and re-listened to them, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was like five seconds max. Yeah. And that, in fact, it doesn't sound like it doesn't didn't seem that long. But when you're in the moment yes. and someone's looking at you, that it's a lot. Um, and I, that's another, or that's one of the reasons that um, I don't coach one-on-one a lot. Okay. I coach over the phone and I do do um, Zoom. Okay. Because it allows people to disconnect from me a little bit and have their own space where they don't feel like I'm staring at them or watching judging them or looking them. at them and judging them. Um, because coaching, and especially when it comes to this topic of finding that happiness when you feel like you've not been, um, it can be emotional. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when someone's upset and crying and, you know, they sometimes they need that space and they need to be able to release those emotions and it's easier for people when you're not um, present with them. Right there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's interesting. So you do life coaching. You also do fitness classes locally. Is that correct? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Where at? What do you, what do you teach? Yeah. So right now I teach at Fit Body Bootcamp. Okay. Yep. So up in East Mesa? That is, it's the Red Mountain location. So okay. it's on McDowell and Greenfield-ish. Okay. Yep. I coach for them once a week. Um, absolutely love it. 35 minutes in and out. You are done. High intensity I interval training. It. How long yes. have you been doing uh, fitness coaching? So I have been um, a group fitness instructor for 10 years. Awesome. Probably I'm certified in probably maybe 10 different formats. Um, and actually started actually when we moved here is when I started okay. doing that. Yeah. And, um, goodness, just the year after that is when I got um, certified as a person trainer. Okay. So, yep. Started and I just, I absolutely love them. I've been going to actually going to the gym was my, um, the word is skipping me right now, but it was my vacation from my kids when they were little. Yeah. It was my separation a little bit from them. Um, <laughs> a little break. It was. Um, we lived up in Flagstaff and I um, got a membership at our local gym and I could take all four kids in That's there sweet. and I could take them into the daycare for two hours was the max. And I could, I, I would work out and they had a sauna and a steam room and showers and a locker room. So I could go in and work out <laughs> and get a shower without interruption. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. I had a little book and my book was like horrible looking because I would take it into the sauna with me <laughs> no, no. because they would get all hot and the glue on the binding would melt, you know, um, and so, yeah, I'd have a book stuffed in there so I could have, like, 10 minutes to play myself. <laughs> have your own space. Yeah. yeah. So that is actually where I really started working out was when my youngest was born. Awesome. Um, and maybe when I was younger, I did a little bit, but not much. Not like I do now or, yeah. Um, yeah. So just absolutely fell in love with it. Good. Yeah. Good. And that's an, an area of your business where you do – help people come up with fitness plans and, and tell me a little bit more about how you help people. So I don't, I don't say something wrong. Okay. No, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, no, I do that as well. Um, so I have um, a gym in my house, uh-huh. so I can personal train in my house. Um, I don't do that very often anymore. Um, but I also have an online, I have an app. 
That's that true. I um, can have clients download and I create programs for them so they can do them anywhere. I can create home programs or gym programs. Um, the it's not only is it a list, but I can even do intervals or circuits. Um, I will even sometimes I'll just go into my gym and create a little video of something if it's not something that's already in the program or something I can find off of YouTube. So I can, I mean, I have complete freedom. That's cool. Um, when um, a client that started a few years ago with that goodness, I mean, we started at bare bones. She had never worked out before. So I have a lot of flexibility and options and I can see when people are checking in, I can see if they're working out, um, which that also um, can link into my fitness pal. Okay. And so I can also check on, you know, food if nutrition is kind of something that we're working on as well. Um, kind of give them some guidelines of, you know, where do they want to be? how to get there. I don't create meal plans, mm -hmm. but I help them work through what they like to eat because to me, I mean, as long as you're not eating carbs all day long, <clears throat> you just, you can still get some of that stuff. in. it's about moderation. Absolutely. I'm a huge person on control it when you can. Mm -hmm. So when you go out or you're out of town or you're on vacation or at a barbecue, you can partake and still enjoy whatever is going on. And, um, not, but not think that you have to be restricted all the time on what you eat. Yeah. Restriction is huge to continue on with your goals. If you always feel like you're holding yourself back, you never, you can slip easily. Yes. <laughs> and as soon as we tell ourselves we can't have something, then we want it more. We want it that much more. <laughs> so it's not about you can't have things. I'm not like that at all. It's about, okay, well you can. Right now, maybe choose not to or not to have a lot of it. Let's let, let's figure out what, what works and what doesn't. So, okay, well, now I'm not going to maybe have this, but I can do this instead. And that's kind of an equal or that's a close. Or what are some other options that you could use instead that are very similar? Mm -hmm. But I'm yeah, I'm a huge person. of As soon as I tell myself I cannot have something, yeah, I, I went on the Atkins diet. I was on for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Carbs? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah. yeah. No, and that was, goodness, that was probably, I don't know, like 16 years ago. But yeah, yeah it was huge back yeah. then. No, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's not so, me. So in your business, what have been some of the biggest challenges that you had to work through? Oh, goodness. Probably becoming a coach. Okay. And I'm going to say that? it's probably the biggest because... Um, I'm so used to being a consultant in in the personal training industry. Mm -hmm. And so I'm used to telling people um, what to do and how to how to get the results they want. And um, when I first started coaching, I, I I would think of advice in my head mm. of how they could what what they could do to get how to they where they it. want. Yeah. But what the more um, obviously the more that I coach, the more that I learn. I mean, every coaching session I learned so much from everybody which is super awesome. I get to almost like be coached all the time because everything yeah. gets to learn. Um, but a path that's going to be good for me may not be good for you mm -hmm. or may not be good for somebody else. And so when we want, when we are going to be more successful in life if we choose our path and if we choose what it is we do. Think of even if someone tells us to do something or asks us to do something. Even if we're talking about our kids doing chores or something like that, if we could sit down and say, what would you like to do? Yeah. And what are, when, when will you do it and make them involved in the decision and then pick it? 
they're going to be more likely to actually do it Absolutely. versus us just saying something. So the same, it, the same applies. Okay. So learning to not dictate or yeah, this is how you get fixed. Instead, here is some um, questions to ask yourself and then what plan do you want to put in yes. place? And, and there, and even accountable. Yeah. Homework is a huge thing for me. Uh -huh. Um, with people and I mean, everybody, I'll, I think I'll, I've never had one client say no, I <laughs> was like, yes, you know, I, I want to learn. I want to progress. Absolutely. What's my homework? Um, they're involved in it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's funny. Cause as soon as you're like, okay, well, let's come up with it. They're like, well, what do you think? It's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, you know, where are you at? Well, what would benefit you the most in this you know area that we've been talking about? You know, maybe some, you know. And so if I need sometimes I'll be like, okay, well, you know, do you want any self-reflection? Will it help for you to think about it nightly? Will it help um, if you're to journal, write things down, just get your mind clear. And so I will sometimes come up with some, some, some ideas if need be, but I always start with them. Uh -huh. and, um, and then it has to be, well, what resonates with you? Because if it does not, then you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get the results that you're looking for. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, how have you been able to balance your work and family? What What are some of the best tricks that you've used, or or what what doesn't work? <laughs> <laughs> well, right now I'm trying to do the 90 day year. <laughs> um, yeah, it's tough, uh -huh. and um, because we have four kids at home, uh -huh. they're but they're older, and so. Um, I've learned that I have to um, keep my voice with them, especially, and um, share with everybody in the family what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, and um, that I need help. Mm. You've been used to, for so long, me doing all of this stuff. Yeah. And you're an adult, or you're <laughs> getting close, whatever, and, and this is time. Yeah. Um, for you to start, you know, doing this. Yeah. To step up and, um, and, and usually, and there, and, and actually that helps a ton, but it takes me to stop and have a conversation yeah. with them because they're, they're stuck in a pattern too. And man, did I train them really well <laughs> to need me or to, or to get used to mom being around. Yeah. And so that has probably been the biggest challenge. Um, because not only do they get stuck in the pattern, I get I get pulled into it because I'm so used to it. Yeah, and that's my personality. I'm a helper. I'm I kind of wanted I want to make sure that they're all good to go. Too. If I can help them do something, I want to do it. Um, but me figuring out um, my priorities has been huge mm -hmm. because that is, um, I mean, coaching to me is part of taking care of me. It is Definitely. because it does also fulfill my need to help. Mm -hmm. It allows me help. It allows me to help women all over. That's awesome. Which is That's really awesome. cool. So you coach not just locally, but all over the country. All I have coached, um, yeah, all over the world. Actually, I've coached awesome. um, ladies in London and Columbia, Columbia. Um, yeah, all over. That's incredible. Does not matter where they are. Isn't yep. that fun? It is I so love, cool. I love how small the world really is. Really is. When you think about it, you know, yes. I've had clients in Poland and and just everywhere, and it's it's a cool experience that we can use technology in our businesses now to 
to help people all over that we would have never met otherwise. It is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. All right. Well, just to wrap up, if people are interested in, in learning more about your services or, or getting to know you more, uh, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Um, oh, goodness. Email. Email is good. Or even a text is probably good, too. Either okay. one of those are good. Okay. Yeah. So Kristen's website is kristentetlow.com, and you can find her email address there. Perfect. And, <laughs> and then I'll give them my phone number. <laughs> and then... If you get through the email, then you could contact her. Yeah. Um, but Kristen is amazing, and definitely reach out to her and, and get to know her more. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening. Head over to womensbusinessconnect.com where you can read our blogs, find links to our other podcast episodes, and learn how to become part of Women's Business Connect. Enjoy. Enjoy.